a writer from Brooklyn on episode 26 of Go My guest today is an editor-at-large, frequent contributor, and author of the Liquid Lunch column for the venerable culture and politics newsweekly, The New York Observer. He is also a freelance writer whose work has appeared in GQ, Detail, Slate, ESPN.com, and The Wall Street Journal. He has personally interviewed and profiled Carmelo Anthony and been embedded with the New Orleans Police Department during Mardi Gras. In addition to being such a prolific writer, he's also a good egg, with whom I've spent time all over the U.S., from Santa Barbara to Red Hook and from St. Louis to Orange Beach, Alabama. Go for Guy Giniacs. Please give it up for the Cohanimal, Mr. Rafi Kohan. Rafi Kohan, how are you, sir? Hello, Eric. Good to, good to be here. It's been a year-long goal for me to be on the podcast, and I'm really glad that you've, you've made it happen for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, you must be just verklempt. You're the second journalist on the show after Joel. How does it feel to lower your standards to this level of ignorance? I know you're excited. It feels really great to have Joel's sloppy seconds for Go for Gaijin. I, I really can't complain. Any stories you're working on right now that are, like, cool or, or interesting? Yeah. Or like- this coming week, the observers will run a uh, profile of Henrik Lundqvist, the goalie for the New York Rangers that I reported. That's pretty cool. Um, too bad he's evil incarnate, I guess. But he, um, He's very handsome, Lev. He's he very a, handsome. The king is a, is a very good-looking Swedish man. And that charming in person. It must be a difficult job to continually disappoint Rangers fans. I know you're, you're an Islanders fan, but I think we can all appreciate the king. I, I think we can, but hopefully Jarl Halak will have a good season for the Islanders. We've been making a lot of uh, free agent acquisitions, some big trades this morning. And I'm feeling pretty good about the aisles. Yeah, everyone, welcome into Sports Talk Radio. We'll take your calls now. <laughs> yeah, Liv, I, I, I got to say, man, I, uh, you know, I just don't think uh, Jeff Stewart uh, has it this week. Uh, you know, uh, First time call, a long time listener. Uh, <laughs> I love what you do. Listen, I'm going to fucking kill myself. I'm going to slip my wrist. The Mets are done. The Mets are done. <laughs> this is the only human contact I have, dog. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about some weird foods they have in Japan because you do the liquid lunch column where you basically go to bars kind of interesting cocktails and concoctions and whatnot and sort of write about them for the observer and i, I thought yeah. maybe you're you're a guy with a pretty voracious appetite you'll eat pretty much anything is that is that fair to say i'm hungry for life he's also anorexic as well so he's lying <laughs> about anorexic about life i'm anorexic for life that's what it reads on my business cards. Please, women's groups, uh, please send your letters care of Rafi Kohan. I'm going to list something, and then you tell me what you think. Like, if that's something you would eat, or you'd need to see some photos, or you'd need to know more, or, you know, you're okay, becoming like anorexic it. thinking about it, or whatever. Good. Uh, these are in no particular order, just some stuff I called. Nankotsu, that is fried chicken cartilage. Um, I would try it just for the sake of it, but I don't like the texture of cartridge. I can be fussy when it comes to texture. I think it's reasonable not to want to eat cartilage. I I, I understand, yeah. but you know what? It's a pretty common uh, baseball game snack here. Yeah, not bad stuff. You know, I, I could see it almost almost being a little like calamari. Yeah. yeah. Although the Japanese do have fried calamari down to a science. I'm sorry to my Italian listeners, but I I gotta say I think ikakarage might be better than fried uh, calamari. Well, they have the uh, the panko, you know, the panko breading, which is really uh, you know a secret weapon when it comes to any kind of something fried. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, of course the Japanese are very good at secret weapons and surprise attacks. What about Horumon? That's uh, small intestine of the cow. That's actually a big uh, calamari substitute in the uh, in the U.S. I've heard people will actually cut up and fry the small intestine. Although I think it's actually pig intestine instead of cow intestine, oh. and it's. Uh, and essentially, you can't tell the difference. I would not want to try that if I could help it just because of all of the sewage that passes through the small intestine. I'm sure it's interesting, though. Have you tried that? It's very chewy. I'm reminded of the yeah. line of the late, great Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, you should never buy gibbonness from a moil. It's so chewy. <laughs> so, Lev, I actually, not to, not to steer off the food topic, but uh, I got to see you, had the pleasure of seeing you about, you know, four or five weeks ago in California. And I I don't know if you've mentioned it on the podcast that you actually officiated the wedding of our friend Sean Douglas and Rachel Bartov. You delivered one of the all-time great officiating performances, you know, in Santa Barbara history. Thank you, you man. You know, I yeah. really, I think people people deserve to, to know that, that you really, you brought the goods. It was a moving and funny talk speech. I don't know exactly what, you know, what, what one calls that. But that also, you know, you had some outtakes. And I'm not sure maybe you wanted to share some of those jokes that, you know, have fallen by the wayside because they got cut Israel uh, Gaza lines. Oh, I had some, that's right. I had some Israel material that was a little, maybe a bit controversial. Oh. They were like, we need to kiss. Like, what are you talking about? We need to like get married. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I had a joke about uh, Rachel and Sean. Like Rachel is, uh, is Israeli. I had a joke about uh, not making sure she doesn't occupy more than half of their shared bathroom. <laughs> it's good stuff. That's good material. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's all material. Well then, but staying on the, on the topic of, you know, of love and, and marriage, I'm, I'm wondering if I don't think you've touched on sort of like the, the hookup and dating culture being a single man. Obviously, you're a single foreign man. So that probably skews the experience. I, I imagine that it's it's a little bit, you know, it's it's different for a couple of reasons. One is that it seems intimacy seems to be kind of a weird thing there. And the other is that I've read somewhere that Japan actually has the fastest negative growing population on the planet. And people seem to be putting off things like dating and marriage. Uh, two responses to that question. I've knocked up about 75 Japanese women already. I'm trying to fix the birth rate problem single-handedly as best as I can. The other thing is I don't have much experience with the Japanese population. Jokes aside, I really, I haven't, I have no personal knowledge, but I did pay 350 yen to watch a geisha strap one on and fuck me in the ass. <laughs> I got nothing. I have no, I have no real answer to you. Can we get back to talking about food? Let's do it. So what about basashi? That's uh, raw horse meat. Oh, yeah. I mean, keeping any sort of morality out of it, whether people love horses, the I, I would try it. I, I don't know that I've actually had much raw meat in general. So yeah, I would try it. How is it? It's not bad. Not something where I'm, uh, you know, throwing out everything in my fridge and having the butcher <laughs> just bring by a horse for the rest of the month. It's pretty good. They also do raw chicken here fairly commonly in Japan, actually. I had it once. I would be very skeptical of raw chicken. It was good. It was better than yeah. the horse, I thought. Actually, I liked it more than the horse. They, they give you soy sauce and uh, wasabi and some, like, some ginger and you dip and uh, it was pretty good. Something that really just did not sit well with me is natto. These are fermented soybeans, and Tokyo people really like them. Osakan people, not so much, but I just cannot get into this. They sh they're, like, stringy, and, like, if you take a bite, it, like, will follow you from the plate. You know, you ever have natto? No, but is that, like, a is it a breakfast thing? I think it can be. I think they eat it all the time. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they roll it up in sushi. 
Sometimes they just add a little soy and they just start eating it. I don't get it. And I'm usually all for anything and everything. Not on board with that one. But finally, I got one more question for you. Shirako. Shira means white and ko means children. So literally, this is white <laughs> children. Shirako is fish semen or milt. Uh, obviously, Michael Jackson would have loved it. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Is that something you could get behind? Some little codges? I, I, I mean, the idea of it certainly puts me off however i was sitting down and someone someone had it i, I mean i try almost anything you know for the most part yeah. i think yeah i want to try that one i do want to try it i've sucked off a cod but i've never <laughs> right. eaten yeah but then but then the, the the you know the ensuing trial it really wasn't worth it it was not when but... you do it on display in an aquarium it makes it more of a public you know public spectacle yeah and SeaWorld was also a bad just it didn't need to be in front of the kids that was a poor decision right yeah 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 and you, yeah, yeah. t-shirt my other my other cock is a cod also. <laughs> well, you said you had some more questions for me. Hit me with those. Well, the, these love hotels are interesting. They're basically where people go just for you know a few moments of prostitution alone because privacy is, is such a premium in small country of Japan. Let me throw this at you, something about the love hotel. And yeah, a lot of them are hourly, but some of them are a little classier and, and that you can stay the whole night. But something And I... let's not confuse love hotels with the cuddle cafe, right? Where people actually pay to sleep with someone in just a, you know, a cuddling capacity. Sex aside, and I don't think people actually fall asleep. I think they just pay to be spooned and spooned back. And I obviously know personally about the cuddle cafes. No, I do not. I've never, I've never been to one. <laughs> I've only worked at one. I've never been to one. But yeah, the Love Hotel. So here's something that might blow your mind. A lot of people at my office I've talked to about the Love Hotels. I'm like, I, I was, I was having a conversation with one of the dudes in my office, a Japanese dude who's probably like 27 or so, and I was like, what's the deal? Are people just like staying? out late and they you know like if they don't want a capsule hotel they'll do the love hotel because they want a little more space or like they want to be with a girl just for like the night or and he was like well no he's like apparently my company has dorms that they give to the employees and it's like subsidized housing but you're not allowed to bring any guests over to your apartment Oh. And these are these are men and women in their 20s, sometimes early 30s. And so they can't bring guests over. So if my friend, my coworker, wants to, like, you know, get his shit on, uh, <laughs> he's got, yeah. So I think the Love Hotels, it might be less sketchy than, like, the hourly kind of weird off-the-Jersey turnpike kind of places that we associate with them. Also, wow. also, I live in uh, very close to the Dotambori area, which is a high concentration of Love Hotels. Some of them are kind of crazy. Like the, a lot of them are themed in like different right. ways. One of them's like pirate themed. One of them's like I saw one that's like an Italian villa themed. Another one of them is called the Beaver Hotel. I'm not sure <laughs> what I'm not sure what the theme there is, but <laughs> just a lot of a lot of woodworking. Have you not spent a night in a love hotel? I feel like now you have to explore them and sort of see how you know to what extent they deliver on the themes and what the you know how thick the walls are. My only experience with love hotels has been like walking past them and then like my eyes do a double take and I walk back and I'm like oh this is a themed you know carnival ride love like whatever I, I haven't actually been inside one I was told actually by a gay friend who lives in Osaka evidently 
they're fairly strict about it being a man and a woman. Same really? sex is like a problem. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Man. I wanted to I wanted to tell a bit of a story for you. I wanted to set a scene for you, Rafi. Is that cool? Please. Fifty years ago, almost to the day, on October first, nineteen sixty four, just before the Tokyo Olympic Games, the first Olympics hosted by Japan, I think, pretty sure. The first two Shinkansen, the the bullet trains, were introduced. The initial cost of construction was estimated to be approximately $1.8 billion. That's billion with a B. That's today's exchange rates, though. But it ended up costing twice that, around $400 billion with a B, yen. Prior to the Shinkansen, it took almost seven hours to go from Tokyo to Osaka by train. Those first trains took four hours at a maximum 130 mile per hour speed. Now they take two hours and 25 minutes at up to a 200 mile per hour speed. The Shinkansen now also connects the southern Japanese main island of Kyushu, as well as its northern island of Hokkaido, as well as its fourth island of Shikoku, or Shikuku, I always fuck that one up, and obviously the main island of Honshu, where Tokyo, Osaka, Kobe, Kyoto, all that stuff is. And the planned Shinkansen maglev train won't be done until 2045. That'll get up to 314 miles an hour and make the trip from Osaka to Tokyo in one hour and seven minutes. So, Rafi, my question to you, why can't we have nice things in America? You know what? It's because we usually smear feces on them. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we can't have nice things. I think, you know, we uh, we like to, you know, take care of our own things and then mistreat common use things. You know what? It's a good question, though. I mean, I think even the microcosm of a bathroom is a good example, whereas you can contract any number of fatal diseases through one of your openings just by walking into a bathroom in the U.S. But basically any airport or train station bathroom I've ever been to somewhere else, dinner plate worthy by comparison. Oh, yeah. Yeah, every subway station has like multiple bathrooms. They're all like spotless. I I understand that uh, everyone goes to Kentucky Fried Chicken in Japan on Christmas Eve. That is true. From what I understand, that is that is factually correct. It's like a date night here. Christmas is basically like it's like Halloween or something. It's all just the iconography. Like they're selling Santa cakes and yay, it's Christmas. Decorate for Christmas. But there's no element of Jesus was born that because they don't give a fuck. We're we're, we're two Jews talking about Jesus right now. When when uh, did when did our people put the hit out on him? When did he die? Do we celebrate the day he was actually killed? He was resurrected like a couple days later, right? Wait, did he die yet? Did he die on Easter and then was and then he rose from the dead three days later? Or yeah, so he died on Easter Sunday and then rose from the dead on Ash Wednesday and then on Friday, we don't eat meat if you're Catholic. What? How does that, how does that work? Anything you wanted to add to my peeps out there, Rofs? No, uh, I would like to say hi to Eric's mom. And, you know, thanks so much for having me on, Lev. It was a lot of fun. And really, it's just nice uh, nice to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Rafi. Arigato gozaimashita to everybody for listening. And sayonara.